Many women hang on tightly to their past experiences and they don't realize that this keeps them stuck. When you let go, not only will you have healthy, loving, fulfilling, and committed relationships, you'll also have healthier living and more energy. It's time to bring joy back. You deserve it. Welcome to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with Andrea Lewis. On today's show, we'll help you get your life back on track and provide words of inspiration. Now, here is Andrea Lewis. Hello, and welcome to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back. I am your host, Andrea Lewis. I believe that when women heal past wounds, they are free to express themselves authentically as creative, intuitive, and powerful women. And by doing so, they light up the world with love. If you'd like to find out more about me, check out my website at andreamlewis.com. I have some free resources, an online class called Stop Replaying the Past and Worrying About the Future. In this class, you will learn the effects of suppressing our emotions, the reason we get stuck in repeated patterns, You'll also learn to identify your dominant archetype when you're not resonating in your feminine power and much more. I also have free guided meditations, forgiveness, release your mother's pain story, grounding into the light and meet your inner child. To work with me, I offer mediumship sessions and ancestral healing for your mother lineage. Today's topic is on the blessings from your mother lineage. My relationship with my mother was not perfect, and that is putting it mildly. One minute things would seem normal, and that's because I would go along with the status quo. But other moments when I could no longer pretend that dysfunction was acceptable, there would be drama, especially during holidays. When I was in therapy many years ago to face the conflict I had with my mother, I just couldn't face it. The pain was too difficult. And the longer I suppressed my feelings, the more I went on a roller coaster ride with my mother and my entire family. I tried really hard to make things work, but it was all one-sided. And I kept forcing myself to be around them because I felt obligated. My ego hounded me with stories. They're your family. You better listen to your mother. You can't say that or do that. She's your mother. Geez, why can't you just go along? It was a bit of a back and forth with my family. I had a hard time honoring my feelings because as I eventually, eventually learned in my empowerment training, the ego always likes to go back to what's familiar. And by the way, the word familiar comes from the word family. It's easy to go back to what we know. Through a series of events, I eventually realized that it wasn't about pleasing my family and sacrificing my well-being. It was about me loving myself enough to make a decision that was right for me instead of doing the right thing. Deep down, I knew that I deserved to be treated with love and respect. And when I let go of my family, I felt healthier in mind, body, and spirit. 
But a few years ago, we reconciled when my father passed in spirit, and things were good for a while. Eventually, I noticed that the more I evolved and let go of my identity with my ego, the more my family couldn't accept me. And once again, through a series of events and honoring my feelings, I gained clarity that I could no longer deny the truth. I severed the ties completely with my family and haven't looked back. Since then, I have felt free to be myself, no longer burdened by their limitations, beliefs, fears, and their pain stories. I realized that by me reclaiming my feminine power and shining my light, my family felt threatened. It meant that they would have to change and let go of what was normal. A few years ago, I discovered that I inherited fears from my mother and my foremothers that were hindering my path's progress when I accessed my Akashic records. This was not an overnight process, but the further I went on my sacred journey, the insights I gained helped me let go of wanting things to be different than it actually was with my mother and accepting her with love and compassion. Lately, I started to connect with my grandmother on my mother's side, and I gained an even deeper understanding of their pain stories that was handed down to me. I also received the gifts from my mother lineage, messages of what my grandmother couldn't do, be, or accomplish when she was alive, and she imparted her wisdom on me. Did you have an argument with a loved one in spirit and you still blame them for what they said? Are you feeling guilty for not doing enough to reconcile your differences? Maybe you wish that you could have said something or done something different, but you believe that it is too late to make amends. Call in using the toll-free number 1-888-346-9141 and I will connect you with a loved one in spirit. I created a Facebook group, Womanly Joy Circle, for women who are ready to say yes to becoming more of who we are meant to be. And by doing so, we are no longer burdened by our mother's and foremother's beliefs. This circle is for you if you feel anxious about the future. You try to fit in, but don't feel a sense of belonging. You have an unhealthy relationship with your mother. You have done inner work. You work really hard, yet you are not where you thought you would be in life. And you repeat unhealthy patterns with men. The Womanly Joy Circle is an online community for women who have a hard time making themselves a priority. I am here to remind women that their needs, wants, desires matter. This is a circle where I empower women to feel safe to be themselves by teaching self-love. It's also about supporting each other in this circle. I would love to welcome you into the Womanly Joy Circle. And to quote Helen Keller, alone we can do so little. Together we can do so much. 
In preparing for today's episode, I watched the movie Mothers and Daughters, the 2016 version with the main actress, Selma Blair, who plays a role as a photographer and interweaves stories of what it is to be a mother. One of the mother-daughter scenes played by Susan Sarandon and Eva Amirai Martino, who are actually mother and daughter in real life. They were connected on FaceTime and the daughter asked her mother to invest in her husband's cake business. And though her mother said yes, her daughter got upset and started to rehash the past. The tension increased for a bit before the energy shifted between them. And then the mother became vulnerable and explained why she was so overbearing. Of course, the daughter's walls started to break down and she explained that there was just so much attention. It was just relentless and overwhelming and she explained that she never felt worth it. She then shared that on her ninth birthday when she blew out her candles, she wished to be good. And her grown-up brain says, good enough. It never came true. Her mother assured her that she was good. And the conversation shifted. It was lighter and loving. In a perfect world, we would have perfect relationships with our mothers. But the reality is, many women have unhealthy relationships with their mothers. So spend some time journaling on the following questions. What is your mother-daughter dynamics? Was there conflict, drama, and or manipulation? How did your mother make you feel? Was she there for you when you needed her? Or was she always too busy? Did she support you and encourage you to be your own person? Did you have a voice in the relationship? Deep down, you know that your mother did the best she could with what she knew, but your inner child felt abandoned. This created separation instead of togetherness within the family. Maybe you feel ungrateful for wanting things to be different than it actually is. Maybe you feel guilty for being estranged from your mother. And maybe you feel angry because no matter how hard you try, you never feel good enough. Your inner child wants the past to be different and she will try really hard to prove herself until you give her what she needs, love, safety, value, and compassion. It isn't about changing your mother. It's about changing the relationship with yourself. Our mothers are in pain. And when we heal ourselves, we begin to have more self-love and self-compassion. We accept our mother with love and compassion. And we embrace all the wounded children of our mother's lineage. Burying our stories does not make them go away. Secrets make us sick. We carry our mother's and foremother's stories in our DNA. We carry their shame for all the injustices that were done to them by the patriarchy. We carry their pain. We carry their unfulfilled dreams. 
The time is now to break the pattern, to release the story, to reclaim your feminine power and bring joy back. Healing your mother lineage not only benefits you, it benefits everyone in your lineage. You heal seven generations back and seven generations ahead. Find out the stories that you inherited and the gifts your mother lineage brings. You can go to andreamlewis.com and click on Akashic Reading. As women, we tend to be in our heads trying to figure things out. And we have a hard time slowing down because our ego does a pretty good job of distracting us from the present moment by overthinking, analyzing, and doing things just to avoid being with ourselves. Sure, we learn from our mothers and our foremothers to work really hard, but it served them. They had to survive the patriarchy culture. And as you're well aware, times are changing and the return of the feminine is on the rise. We will take a short break, and when we come back, we'll continue to talk about the blessings of your mother lineage. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you still feel guilty for not resolving disagreements and misunderstandings with a loved one in spirit? Are you still angry with your family member? Do you feel stuck, lost, and without a purpose? It doesn't have to be this way. Through Andrea's mediumship reading sessions, experience a burden being lifted and begin the journey of reconciliation and forgiveness. If you're ready to heal past wounds and bring joy back, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Are you a woman who is afraid to be seen and heard because your mother was highly critical? Did you constantly try to get your mother's approval, but no matter how hard you tried, you never felt good enough? Through Andrea's Akashic Reading Sessions, shift from being passive to assertive. Begin to trust yourself and find a balance between giving and receiving. If you're ready to heal your mother lineage and move forward, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with your host, Andrea Lewis. To reach the show today, feel free to call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Andrea M. Lewis at Outlook.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining me again. We were talking about the blessings from your mother lineage. In Denise Lynn's book, Sacred Legacies, she writes that one of the difficulties in creating new family patterns lies in forming a new identity. Often your identity is so interwoven with your families that when you break, begin to break out of it, there might be a period of time when you don't know who you are. And this can be very disorienting and even discouraging. 
She goes on to write that when you begin to release a negative family pattern, you may feel out of place in your family. As you free yourself from all negative patterns, the people who love you the most may often be the most resistant to the changes you are going through. Of course, this doesn't always happen. Sometimes families are very supportive. Here is an exercise taken from her book called um, Assessment of Relationships with Your Living Family. So set aside some time to journal on the following questions. How do I feel after I have been with my family member? Drained, supported, energized, depressed, just okay. What am I getting from this relationship? What is this family member getting from me? Do I participate in destructive behavior when I am with this individual or afterward? Does this person empower and support me or insult and criticize me? Does the value I gain from being with this family member outweigh the negative aspects of this relationship? And the last question is, how will this person react if I change or release an old family pattern? These are very powerful questions. I wish that I discovered them when I first started to examine my relationships in my family. It might seem like a lot of work and you'd like to rush through the process because it's not comfortable. I get it. We all want to feel good. But if we want to create lasting change and live a life filled with freedom and purpose, then it is necessary to shine light on the places in our lives that are keeping us stuck. I've learned that personal growth is not work. It's actually cultivating a healthy relationship with myself so that I look inward instead of outwards to someone or something for love and value. I mentioned earlier um, that I couldn't accept the drama and the manipulation in my family. It was about 10 years ago, and as I hugged my mother, my inner child asked, Why don't you love me? My higher self said, I don't love me. That was profound. And that insight led me on the path of self-love. I want to share a story from Michael Singer's book, The Unfettered Soul. There once was a woman who had a thorn in her arm. And that thorn directly touched a nerve. Anything that touched the thorn created pain inside her. Even a leaf brushing against it caused pain. So even though she loved to take walks in the woods, she stopped doing that. She started avoiding the woods or anything that might touch the thorn. She built her life around protecting that thorn, believing that's how she would protect herself from pain. What she didn't realize is that she had another option. To remove the thorn. Can you relate to the story? I know I can. 
The thorns are triggers, and I spent most of my life trying to avoid getting triggered because I didn't want to get hurt and disappointed again. This is the ego who is a very wounded part of you, and she is sometimes in charge of your life. She's hanging on to her pain story with her mother, her story of, I'm not good enough. Who do I think I am? There is something wrong with me. I'm a control freak. By telling ourselves these stories of how our mothers made us feel or why we react and behave the way we do limits us and it validates our blame and shame. We are defined by our past because our ego wants things to be different than it actually was. She expects our mothers to change and to act a certain way. And when our mothers don't do, say, or act the way we expect them to, we feel angry. Our egos will replay the past, and instead of expressing our anger, we suppress it. I get it. Anger is not a very comfortable emotion for women to express. We learned at a young age to be sweet and nice all of the time. But if we don't deal with our anger long enough, eventually we misdirect it at someone, something, or even ourselves. Anger has a message, and that is... We are being hurt. Our rights are being violated. Our needs, wants, and desires are not being adequately met. We are not addressing an important emotional issue in our lives. We are compromising too much of ourselves in relationships. We are giving more than we can comfortably give. Here are three tips to express anger in a healthy and positive way. So tip number one, write it out. It takes a lot of courage to tell someone what you are angry about. And to help you build your courage muscle, get a journal or a blank piece of paper and express your anger uncensored. If you're hanging on to anger from the past, write a letter to that person and before you burn it, Say aloud, I release this. I am no longer angry. Love will heal this. Burning the letter releases the negative energy and it loses power over you. When you write it out, not only will you gain perspective, you'll also not be harboring your anger towards the other person and or yourself. And tip number two, get physical to release pent-up anger buried in your body, play tennis, run, power walk, kick a soccer ball or dance it out. And when the anger surfaces, allow it to go through you so it's not weighing you down. Personally, I like dancing it out to Pat Benatar's song, um, Hit Me With Your Best Shot. And the last tip, tip number three, to express anger in a healthy way Become proactive. If someone triggers you and you're upset, take a deep breath to center yourself and be present. Then calmly talk to the other person involved by saying, I feel angry because... Avoid pointing the finger or rehashing the situation. 
the other person will most likely be willing to listen and respect your point of view. It's not about being right. It's about finding a solution so you can move forward. In Karen C. L. Anderson's book, The Peaceful Daughter's Guide to Separating from a Difficult Mother, she writes that what was passed down was the pain of not good enough. In some circles, it's called the mother wound. And it's literally the pain of being a woman in a patriarchal society. The pain of self-judgment, criticism, and unworthiness that has been passed down from woman to woman, mother to daughter for centuries. Can you let go of the story of hurt, pain, and disappointment? Are you willing to forgive others for not being perfect? Call in using the toll-free number, one 346 9141 and I will connect you with a loved one in spirit. Imagine that a little girl came to you with a wound, and her wound was fear, anger, shame, or guilt. Would you say, no, not now? Probably not. What do you think she wants from you? She wants to be loved. She wants to be treated with kindness. She needs to feel like she is good enough and she wants to feel safe. She didn't get this from her mother and she's been looking for it in people, places and things. And because you haven't given her what she needs, she most likely has sabotaged your efforts for change. Melody Beattie writes in the new codependency, when we were children, someone very important to us was unable to give us the love, approval, and emotional security we needed. So we try to get this love from people. The cycle repeats itself until it is interrupted and stopped. It's called unfinished business. Earlier, I mentioned that your ego is a very wounded part of you. She is your inner child, and you might have um, tried to have her disappear by giving her chocolate, overworking, binge eating, drinking alcohol, smoking, compulsive exercise, television, and or internet surfing. Sure, it might have quieted her, but it was only temporary, like a Band-Aid. We live in a world where we want a quick fix and instant gratification. We always want to feel good, but that's not realistic. We have a range of emotions. We're human. So let's go back to the analogy of a little girl. Imagine she was your daughter, your niece, your cousin, or a stranger. Would you love and nurture her only once? Probably not. So why is it acceptable to ignore your fears, anger, shame, guilt, or grief? We will take a short break, and when we come back, we will continue talking about the blessings from your mother lineage. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Do you still feel guilty for not resolving disagreements and misunderstandings with a loved one in spirit? Are you still angry with your family member? Do you feel stuck, lost, and without a purpose? It doesn't have to be this way. Through Andrea's mediumship reading sessions, experience a burden being lifted and begin the journey of reconciliation and forgiveness. If you're ready to heal past wounds and bring joy back, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Are you a woman who is afraid to be seen and heard because your mother was highly critical? Did you constantly try to get your mother's approval, but no matter how hard you tried, you never felt good enough? Through Andrea's Akashic Reading Sessions, shift from being passive to assertive. Begin to trust yourself and find a balance between giving and receiving. If you're ready to heal your mother lineage and move forward, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. are listening to heal past wounds and bring joy back with your host andrea lewis to reach the show today feel free to call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to andrea m lewis at outlook.com now back to the show welcome back everyone thanks for joining me again we were talking about the blessings from your mother lineage and before the break I was using the analogy of a little girl in relationship to your ego. It was a very wounded part of you. If you don't feel your emotions, you deny yourself, that little girl in you, the ability to self-soothe and self-cope. You continue the pattern of the way your mother treated you and her mother treated her and so on. Nurturing yourself is a gift It's a mixture of compassion, awareness, love, acceptance, honest caring and surrender. What if your daughter, niece, little cousin, or a stranger did something to upset you? Would you belittle her, criticize her, or judge her for doing something wrong or making an an error? No, you wouldn't. You would speak to her with love and kindness. The negative self-talk is directed at your inner child, the little girl in you who needs to feel loved, be treated with kindness, to feel like she is good enough and to feel safe. She didn't get this from mom and she still expects things to change. But it's not about changing your mother. It's about you changing the relationship with yourself and mothering yourself by giving her love, kindness, value, and safety. In Karen C. L. Anderson's book, The Peaceful Daughter's Guide to Separating from a Difficult Mother, 
She writes that on some level, you know your mother isn't going to change. Or maybe she will, but you can't count on it. Yet you keep acting as if she will. Focus on the only things you can change. Your own thoughts, feelings, and actions. Something magical happens when you decide to change yourself in relation to your mother. You begin to develop profound self-trust, and that comes with peace. Just because something is done a certain way or it's normal doesn't mean it's the only way or the right way. Maybe you watched your mother work really hard and gave so much of her time and nurtured everyone to the point that she was tired and depleted. She ate on the run or barely ate and she didn't have time for herself. Self-care was not something your mother modeled and you probably thought you are supposed to be a superwoman. You might have also learned from your mother about men and money. She might have said things like, money doesn't grow on trees. Don't spend money like water. Your father doesn't help me. If your parents argued a lot and there was tension in the household, your mother and father didn't model a healthy, loving, fulfilling relationship. On an unconscious level, this has played out in your relationships with men. You've experienced betrayal, didn't feel you have a voice. Might have also um, played out in with financial issues. You feel anxious about not having enough, enough money. You work really hard. And you're afraid to take risks. You choose jobs that are safe. I created a free meditation called Release Your Mother's Pain Story to help you heal and move forward. In this meditation, I um, guide you to connect with your mother to find out her pain story with your father and to learn how it played out in your life on an unconscious level. You can go to andreamlewis.com. It might seem selfish to nurture ourselves, but working hard, pushing, and striving is very unnatural for women. It's a very masculine way in which we operate from our heads. We feel disconnected from our bodies, our cycles, and our intuition. In Izzy Spencer's book, Lunar Abundance, she writes, Within our bodies, we have the circadian rhythm and cycles of our immune, endocrine, and nervous systems. When women slow down, we are in our hearts and in a, in a place of receptivity. The feminine way is effortless. There is a flow and life is almost magical. Slowing down doesn't mean we have to drop everything and meditate all day. It means honoring our body's rhythms and cycles. If you're feeling tired, take a nap. If you're feeling anxious, go for a walk in nature. If you're feeling stressed, run a bath. If you're feeling overwhelmed, take a deep, few deep breaths from the center of your belly. If you're hungry, 
prepare a nice meal, use chinaware, and sit down to eat. If you're overthinking, listen to music or meditate. All of these ways are, all of these ways to slow down can take as little as 10 minutes to as long as 30 minutes. When women slow down, we reconnect to our inner wisdom and we regain our center so we feel whole and healthy. For best results, make it a distraction-free time. No smartphone or family interruptions because you're spending quality time with the most important person, you. Do you feel defensive when you're around your mother? Does it seem like she always brings out the worst in you? Maybe you just remain silent and let her say and do whatever she wants because you're trying to maintain the peace. Do you keep the conversations to small talk because you just can't deal with her unsolicited advice, judgments, criticisms, and lectures on how you should live your life? Maybe you think you have to shut her out of your life for good, but you find it difficult to let her go. You feel guilty, ungrateful. I've been there, and it's pretty exhausting. When I finally made the decision to release my mother, it took a lot of courage to shine light on why my mother was triggering me. It also took compassion to examine my mother's pain story with my father, as well as with her mother, including my grandmother's story and her mother's stories. I assure you that it was not an easy road to get there and to finally find peace and acceptance for myself and for my mother. But it was powerful and liberating because I'm able to be myself, not some version of who I believed that I needed to be to get my mother's love and approval. Are you holding on to past pains and resentment? It's not too late to heal the past. You can release the anger, the guilt, the pain, and give yourself the gift of freedom. Just imagine how much energy you would have. How would that feel to experience more ease and flow in your life? Call in using the toll-free number 1-888-346-9141 and I will connect you with a loved one in spirit. In episode 11, I mentioned briefly how March 20th was quite the day seasonally, astrologically, and it was a festival in the Celtic tradition of the priestess path I follow. It was the spring equinox in the Northern Hemisphere and the full moon supermoon. What I didn't mention was it was also goddess Lakshmi's birthday. She is a Hindu goddess of wealth, fortune, and prosperity. A couple days after I celebrated, um, Goddess Lakshmi's birthday with a chanting and meditation by the Mother House Goddess Temple. I connected with my grandmother from my mother's side. She is Hindu, but my mother is not. My grandmother 
explained that she rejected her religion because she felt constricted by the ways of the patriarchy. She felt like a second-class citizen because she was a girl. She explained that she baptized my mother of another religion so she could easily assimilate with the norm. She wanted my mother to be treated better in society and not looked down upon because she was a, was a girl. My, mother talk, my grandmother talked about how her mother worshipped Hindu goddesses and celebrated Diwali, the festival of lights. And in my mind's eye, she showed me Indian women dressed in saris, gathered in circle at night to pray to the goddesses. She then guided me to learn more about the Hindu traditions and to acknowledge the goddesses in my spiritual practice, because the link is broken between my mother and my grandmother and myself. Though my grandmother provided a lot of insights, I was left with a question. How do I restore my mother lineage? Then a few days ago, um, it took me a while to reconnect with my grandmother. In my mind's eye, she showed me Indian women dancing in a temple and working for the patriarchy. And she told me that my lineage still carries shame. My grandmother then answered my question and she said that I need to accept my mother by seeing both her light and dark. I've only been focusing on her darkness, how she treated me like a second-class citizen in my family. I was able to see ever so clearly how this was handed down from my ancestors. My grandmother lovingly and gently explained that we are all one. I realized that I have created separation by judging my mother, just like my mother did with her mother. She then guided me to perform a ritual to release the shame and to integrate myself, my mother and my grandmother. I will set aside some time this evening um, because the moon is in the sign of cancer, which represents family and the divine feminine. We will take a short break, and when we come back, we will continue talking about the blessings from your mother lineage. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Do you still feel guilty for not resolving disagreements and misunderstandings with a loved one in spirit? Are you still angry with your family member? Do you feel stuck, lost, and without a purpose? It doesn't have to be this way. Through Andrea's mediumship reading sessions, experience a burden being lifted and begin the journey of reconciliation and forgiveness. If you're ready to heal past wounds and bring joy back, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Are you a woman who is afraid to be seen and heard because your mother was highly critical? Did you constantly try to get your mother's approval, but no matter how hard you tried, you never felt good enough? Through Andrea's Akashic Reading Sessions, shift from being passive to assertive. Begin to trust yourself. 
and find a balance between giving and receiving. If you're ready to heal your mother lineage and move forward, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are listening to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with your host, Andrea Lewis. To reach the show today, feel free to call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Andrea M. Lewis at Outlook.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining me again. We were talking about the blessings from your mother lineage. Talking about our relationships with our mothers seems to be a taboo subject We are not comfortable talking about it because our wounds run deep. We're afraid to change the dynamics of our relationship and negotiate boundaries because we don't want to upset our mothers. We feel guilty and our eels will remind us, she's your mother, you have to put up with her. And our mothers will tell us, I'm your mother in a tone that implies that she can do whatever she wants and say whatever she wants. Healing your mother lineage is not only for you. It's for your mother and your foremothers. You are breaking the pattern, regardless if your mother is alive or in spirit. The family wounds are stored in your root chakra. In Judith Orloff's book, The Empath's Survival Guide, She writes that empaths are often chosen to break the generational patterns of negativity in their families. When empaths heal themselves and say yes to honoring their sensitivities, they are saying no to dysfunctional patterns that have been repeated in their families. She goes on to write that the intergenerational transmission of pain stops with them. In working with women, When I dive deep into their childhoods with their relationship with their mother and find a pattern replaying in their current situation, they are uncomfortable and immediately brush it aside and say, oh, I know my mother did the best she could. Yes, she did. I agree. And immediately point out, your feelings matter because you matter. I explained that her inner child is hanging on tightly to her pain story with her mother. I then suggest to my client to forgive her mother, even if she has forgiven her before. But it is to release another layer of her pain story from the little girl in her who feels wounded. 
as you heal yourself and free yourself of the mother wound, you become more powerful. Your mother is going to resist this change because she feels threatened that she might have to change too. She is very attached to the status quo. I also believe that the more we reclaim our power, our sovereignty, our independence, we are no longer able to tolerate the abuse, the passive aggressive behavior, the disrespect, judgments and criticisms from our mothers. One of my biggest lessons on my sacred journey to healing my mother lineage is, you alone are enough. You've got nothing to prove. Through the pain and the heartache, there are blessings your mother lineage brings. We receive gifts, medicines, natural talents, or positive attributes that our mother and foremothers were unable to express. The blessings could be to embrace the traditional ways of your culture so that it can be passed down to future generations. It could also be to take care of yourself instead of making everyone and everything a priority. It could be to honor your intuition, inner knowing, gut feelings, and healing abilities. These are gifts that, that's been undervalued because it's not tangible or understood. The patriarchy fared our superpower and for centuries has tried to suppress the feminine way. Another blessing could be to quite simply to be yourself, to reclaim your feminine power. When you're in your feminine power, you're able to assert yourself. You're willing. You're courageous. You let go and take action. You trust yourself. You allow. You receive. And you listen to your intuition. If we do not honor ourselves, our truth, what's right for us? We, be, we betray ourselves and live out of alignment because we are not in our personal integrity. This creates an imbalance in the sacral chakra, our center of creativity, joy, and pleasure. The more women reclaim their feminine power, the more we stand up against the patriarchy and restore balance and harmony in the world. Honoring your mother lineage keeps them alive. It ends trauma, abuse, and suffering of the feminine that's been handed down for generations. And it ends the shame of what women had to endure. When you heal your mother lineage, you're able to move forward because their pain stories are no longer hindering your path. You will shift from being passive to assertive. You will trust yourself. You will find a balance between giving and receiving, and you will listen to your intuition. In an article on Bethany Webster's website, Why It's Crucial for Women to Heal the Mother Wound, she writes about the benefits of healing the mother wound. 
being more fluent and skilled in handling your emotions, seeing them as a source of wisdom and information, having healthy boundaries that support the actualization of your highest and best self, developing a solid inner mother that provides unconditional love, support, and comfort to your younger parts, knowing yourself as competent, feeling that anything is possible, open to miracles and all good things. Being in constant contact with your inner goodness and your ability to bring it into everything you do. Feeling safe in your own skin and a freedom to be yourself. She goes on to write that as we engage in this healing process, we, we slowly remove the thick fog of projection that keeps us stuck and can more clearly see, appreciate, and love ourselves. We no longer carry the burden of our mother's pain and keep ourselves small as a result. We can confidently emerge into our own lives with the energy and vitality to create what we desire without shame or guilt, but with power, passion, joy, confidence, and love. There is a quote from Maya Angelou's book, Letter to My Daughter. You may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. Thank you everyone for joining me today. I would love to know, did you have an aha moment about anything in this episode? Email me at andreamlewis at outlook.com. Next week will be my last episode, and I'll be talking about how to create a life filled with freedom and purpose. Until next time, I hope you do something that brings you joy, because you're worth it. Thank you so much for joining us today on Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back. Your host, Andrea Lewis, will be back live next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you back next week as a part of our show. 